welcome to the Bioethics Podcast, a project of the Center for Bioethics and Human Dignity. I'm Michael Sleesman, Managing Director and Research Scholar at the Center. In this edition of the Bioethics Podcast, Courtney Teeley offers an editorial entitled Genetic Testing, Ethics, Regulation, and Online Accessibility. This article originally appeared in Dignitas, Volume 18, Number 2, Spring 2011. Dignitas is CBHD's quarterly publication and is available to members of the Center. For more information about membership and the work of the Center, please visit our website at cbhd.org. Genetic Testing, Ethics Regulation, and Online Accessibility People are often uncomfortable with the unknown. This is even more the case with our health where people want to know as much as possible about potential diseases. With the rapid advances in medical science and technologies, notably the completion of the Human Genome Project in 2003, people are turning to their genetic makeup to fill in some of the answers. Yet, caught up in the desire to find out all we can about ourselves, we may unwittingly create more unknowns in the process. During May 2010, a national drugstore chain planned to begin selling over-the-counter, direct-to-consumer, that is DTC, genetic testing kits. The kits ranged from $20 to $30, in addition to the report fee costs, which ranged from $79 to $249. When the FDA began investigating direct-to-consumer genetic testing companies, the drugstore chain reversed course, postponing the availability of these kits. Postnatal genetic testing, or adult genetic testing, is frequently employed for the purpose of screening whether or not an individual is the carrier of a disease that could either be passed down to his or her children, or that could be expressed in him or herself. Genetic testing has the potential to become accessible to the masses with the production and marketing of DTC genetic testing kits. These kits were on the market for a short period of time at the beginning of last summer, 2010, when the FDA launched an investigation into the kits. The discussion of DTC genetic tests continued with an FDA meeting on March 8th through 9th, 2011, investigating the implications, benefits, and risks associated with direct-to-consumer genetic tests. Subsequently, the FDA panel recommended that many types of genetic tests, in particular those pre-symptomatic tests with a high predictor for disease, should only be available by medical prescription. Other recommendations from the panel include having confirmatory tests for rare genetic disorders and having genetic counselors available for follow-up through the direct-to-consumer testing companies. DTC kits, however, can still be purchased through websites such as 23andMe, with the claim, quote, all it takes is a little spit, end quote. 23andMe offers genetic information to the consumer requiring minimal effort, a little saliva, and the purchase of a genetic sequencing package for $199 plus a nominal monthly fee. This package includes testing results for 189 genetic tests, as well as receiving updates about your own genomics as new findings are released. Another company, Pathway Genomics, currently offers five different genetic testing packages and breaks down their genetic testing offerings into 11 genetic markers for drug response and 72 different pre-pregnancy diagnoses. 
ethical concerns regarding genetic testing, particularly BTC genetic testing, need to be weighed carefully. In many cases, these genetic tests are used when a major health concern or decision is at hand. For individuals who have a family history of a particular genetic disorder, they may want to see what the likelihood is of developing the disease themselves. Other times, the results of genetic testing are used in making reproductive decisions. Clearly, in these scenarios, major life concerns are being addressed. The potential effects from the results of genetic testing can be significant in a person's life. Concern is particularly amplified when direct-to-consumer genetic testing kits. Issues of inaccuracy, interpretation, and risk-benefit analysis require careful consideration. The average consumer often does not have the knowledge base or the access to obtain the appropriate information for properly understanding the results of these direct-to-consumer genetic tests. We must note that genetic testing is not inherently negative. There is potential for significant good to come from the increase of information available through genetic testing. Identifying genetic diseases and conditions at an early stage when intervention is possible is clearly a great benefit to the patient. As Leon Cass recognizes, the foreknowledge of treatable genetic propensities would be greatly beneficial. We must consider, however, if the proposed benefits outweigh the present concerns. That was Genetic Testing, Ethics, Regulation, and Online Accessibility by Courtney Teeley. Courtney Teeley was the legal intern from 2010 to 2011 at the Center for Bioethics and Human Dignity. This article originally appeared in Dignitas, Volume 18, Number 2, Spring 2011. Dignitas is CBHD's quarterly publication and is available to members of the Center. A print version of this article with references is available on our website at cbhd.org. The Bioethics Podcast is a project of the Center for Bioethics and Human Dignity, copyright 2013, all rights reserved. The Center for Bioethics and Human Dignity is a Christian bioethics research center at Trinity International University. Exploring the nexus of biomedicine, biotechnology, and our common humanity. Our website, cbhd.org, has a wealth of materials on a wide range of bioethical issues. For more information about the Center, and to support the work of the Center and projects like this podcast, please visit our website at cbhd.org. My name is Michael Sleesman, and I'm the Managing Director and Research Scholar of the Center. Thank you for listening to the Bioethics Podcast.